At the Bank of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that says high fly into all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. The Contrarian Handbook. Eight principles for innovating your thinking. Stay tuned. Reviewing and rating our podcast in iTunes helps us in so many ways. And more importantly, we get your feedback and what you like about the podcast. Thanks for being a listener and subscriber and going to pleasereviewmypodcast.com backslash divas. Okay, Leslie, this was right up your alley. The Contrarian Handbook. When I'm not I sure s- why you're saying that. Well, okay. a- actually, it's up both of our alleys, <laughs> whatever that means. But, okay, I, I'm going to just bastardized his name but Ozan Varol I think that's how you pronounce it Sure we'll go with that Yeah well there's eight and apologies principles to Ozan Ozan Oh see I like that Ozan Yeah Okay do you know what do you know what a contrarian It's a noun what a, what is a contrarian do you yeah, know The person who takes up a contrary position Are you contrary my mother used to tell me I was contrary. <laughs> contrary? Isn't there like a poem like, oh, contrary? Okay, now listen to this. Au contraire. Au contraire. Oh, okay. Listen to this. Um, have you ever heard of, well, I'm sure you haven't because I never did. I just read it. Dick Fosbury, he was a contrarian. You've probably not ever heard of him, but... If you've ever watched an Olympic high jump event, have you ever watched an Olympic high jump well, event? Well, I have. Okay, you've seen his technique in action. In the 1968 um, Summer Olympics, he dazzled the world. That's what they said. He dazzled <laughs> the world by flipping the high jump script. So instead of facing, did you know they used to jump face oh, first? face forward, and now they've turned around. He tur- he's the one that did it. Huh. He jumped back know. first. He jumped back first. <laughs> Well, that's what he, he jumped back first. That's what he did. Okay, his approach at first, you know, invited ridicule, they said. They called him the world's laziest high jumper. Well, guess what? <laughs> he won the gold medal. Because so, it looked like he was just relaxing, just falling back yeah, exactly. gently on yeah. the mattress. <laughs> so, so and, and, they, and they say, you know, that we are, you know, genetically programmed to follow the herd. I guess. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, that's, I yeah. suppose that's true. If, you know, it used to be if you didn't, you know, conform, you'd be ostracized, rejected, you know, or worse, left for dead. <laughs> I think that's left for dead. I Hopefully not left for dead. So it's a superpower that allows you to be right when others are wrong. Huh. Oh, do you like that? I like I that. I do like being right. Yes. Well, like, listen to some of these things. Like, remember when, you know, we've been brainwashed from a really early age to toe the line. Use number two pencils. Remember that? You know, I, I remember, you know, in Catholic school, everything was like a regiment. They wanted oh, well, me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they had rulers. They whacked <laughs> yes. with a ruler. And they actually, I'm left-handed, they actually tried to make me change. Be right-handed. Be they right-handed. They did that with me, too, because of the, I yeah. always had to, because oh, I'm left-handed. You, see, you do that little. Well, I didn't know they beat it out of me. <laughs> see, you know, 
I don't have the hook All in, my, in my wrist that, anymore. So you have a lot of rulers <laughs> broken over your hands, too. Really, that, that really didn't happen to me, just to the boys that did that. You know, it's always they always say, good boy, good girl. You know, we, you can't get ahead if you're simply following. Uh, you know, the status quo can be, you know, straight jacket. It can hide nuances and obscure possibilities. Holy moly, it's just a bunch of stuff. So you've got to actually, you know... I think we should be contrarian. So, so here are some of the here are some of the points. You go, you go first with one. Yeah. Well, the first thing that he points out is asking a lot of questions, which, you know, I think. You, have you ever been in a meeting where you know somebody's presenting something and there's that person in the room that just, well, how does that work, or why do you have to do it that way? Are there other alternatives? Have we researched this? And you just want to smack them, but that's the person you need in the room <laughs> to ask all of those questions. Oh God, that would be me. <laughs> Yeah, you need to, you know, questions are underrated. You don't want to be a conformist all the time. You need to raise your hand um, and ask a question. A lot of times people are afraid of sounding dumb. But well, and you know what? I find that a lot in board meetings. When I'm in a board people meeting. People just go along and nod Yeah, just like anybody have any discussion? Yeah. They don't say a word. They just like, well, I always discuss. Right. People I've just got a big mouth. What can I say? Smile and nod their heads and keep going. But really, if you don't understand something, just say, you know, can you explain that? Or, or why are we doing it that way? Or why not? Or why? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> why not? Well, there's there's also here's another one. Channel your inner six year old. Oh God, we can revert back to mm, being six. No problem. They with said that. they said children are masters at ignoring conventional wisdom, which is which is That's true, true because yeah. They, yeah, before they hit their teens, they go about their day blissfully ignorant of what others think of them. I kind of do that now, and I'm sixty two. <laughs> They, they don't take things for granted. They ask questions, kind of like what we were talking about. They ask questions and follow-up questions that annoy adults who believe everything important have been settled already. So why do they bother <laughs> doing that? They experiment. They try, fail, and try again, which is, you know what, I think that We should all do that, yeah. I think, like, absolutely. You know, I'm suggesting that you should bring more childlike curiosity to, to your life. So, I have no problem with that. But we don't want to go back to, like, reverting to, like, you know, eating baby food or wearing diapers. Well, I eat my peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, and I'm happy with that. So oh, <laughs> peanut butter, jelly, and potato chips. I like potato chips on sandwiches, but not peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, but I do it. like it on sandwiches. Do you, and do you ever have a pickle also on the side? Oh, I do peanut butter and dill pickle sandwiches. Oh, no, I haven't done that. That's delicious. Okay. All right, so we digress. That's, but that's kind of being a contrarian. It's like, yes, try new things. Yeah, try new things. There you go. Well, that's your assignment for today. <laughs> so the other thing he says, number three, is say, I don't know more often. You know how, like, somebody's presenting something and you're nodding your head saying, sure, I know that. Well, uh, a Stoic philosopher, Epictetus, put it, it is impossible to learn that which one thinks one already knows. So you're not open to learning if you don't ask the question or you don't say, I don't know. Um, that opens yourself up to learning more information. Well, you know what? That, I, I, that's a line that I teach actually in crisis management is, you know, admit when you don't know something, mm -hmm. but that you'll find out the answer exactly. or, or yep. inquire and, and do the research. So I, that's, that's, that's a very good one. Yes, yeah. I like that one. That pretty good said. Well, here's another one. Explore bad ideas. Now, this is an interesting one. Is this idea really bad? Who said so? I mean, maybe it's not really, you know, maybe it will work. Consider these historical examples of bad ideas. Now, listen to these. Okay, this one is, okay, I'm, I'm going to have you guess who this is from. There is not the slightest indication that nuclear energy will ever be obtainable. It would mean that the atom would have to be shattered at will. 
Who do you think that was? I don't know. Well, that, that would be that? Albert Einstein. Oh, you know, I was just going to say that. Oh, yeah, that's a bunch of... <laughs> but I said I don't know because... Because you said I don't know. That's what I'm supposed to say. Okay, now this one, this one is also interesting. The telephone has too many shortcomings to be seriously considered as a means of communication. The device is inherently of no value to us. <laughs> well, oh, well, we I'm know. not sure if they have value. <laughs> that was actually a Western Union internal memo in the 1800s. Oh, that's funny. I think that's good. Well, okay, this one is really good. Rail travel at high speed is not possible because passengers un wouldn't be unable to breathe. They would die of asphyxiation. <laughs> that, that was done. Now, yes. So obviously, obviously, that train in China yeah. that goes 300 miles an hour, those people did not die. They are all still living. That one I find very, That's very funny. interesting. Well, so... You know, you have to dig a little bit deeper into these things and say, you know, if it's yeah. it's really not a bad idea, you know, maybe yeah. you can try it. Well, I think you should, you know, we always say when we're doing team building exercises or brainstorming things, there's no bad idea. Throw it all up there. Exactly. And there might be something good that comes out of even the, the craziest idea. Well, exactly. I think you're yeah. totally right. Stress test all opinions, including your own. So, ask again... Ask other people, like what, ask a lot of questions. What fact would change your opinion? Um, if, and if the answer is no fact will change my opinion, you're not in a conversation worth continuing. <laughs> <laughs> so ask, and ask yourself, what fact would change one of my strongly held opinions? So stress test them. I mean, you may feel like you've believed in this or thought this for years, but maybe there's something out there that would make you think differently. Oh, I can't wait we take this handbook to one of our football parties <laughs> right <laughs> we could get into some real real interesting conversations uh -huh. over a couple of uh it, yeah. martinis well it does say above all welcome disagreement as uncomfortable and awkward as it might be i don't always I, welcome disagreement i don't, but I don't either i like to <laughs> fight not. i like to put up my dicks and just fight it out okay look like this is one okay learn to dance with criticism what, what kind of <laughs> dance? Okay, when you challenge the status quo, you will get called out by the conformists. The conformists don't want you to raise your hand, take on any challenging assignment, or give a presentation. They want you to play it safe. So, if you had any doubts about society's obsession with the status quo, take a look at all of these idioms dedicated to avoiding change. If it ain't broke, don't fix yeah. it. Don't rock the boat. Don't change horses in the middle of the stream. Go with the devil, you know. I never heard of that one. Go with the devil, you know. Go with the devil, you know. But instead of the devil, you don't. Oh, I, yeah. I, that's I, is that a big one? <laughs> that's a big one. Yeah, that's you know, a big one. It's kind of like it's kind of like that, you know, that world's laziest high jumper. <laughs> I mean, my so, favorite is we've been doing it this way for twenty years. That's right. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Why change now? <laughs> yeah, most of all, they say brace yourself. Be prepared to be misunderstood sometimes for a really long time. I think I, I've been misunderstood for a really, probably by a lot of people for a really long time. But at the end, the rewards might be very worthwhile. Yeah, exactly. Well, also, pay attention to things that don't make sense. And I like this. Pay attention. If it doesn't make sense, pay attention to it. Dig deeper. If it sounds fishy, it probably is. Listen to your gut. <laughs> well, that's kind of common sense stuff. If it doesn't, no, but people like, you know, you've been at meetings where something oh. doesn't make sense and people kind of scratch their heads, but then they let it go and, and don't say anything. And don't say anything. Yeah. If it doesn't make sense, ask questions. Absolutely. Well, this is this is one that I know a, a friend of mine uses. Embrace failure, because even if you set a goal at a certain a stretch goal at a certain level and you don't attain that stretch goal, which you might have 
obtained a goal that was much higher anyway than you would have normally, than you would have done it. So, um, you know, and this was interesting. Um, There was a the story they're telling about this young lady who um, her dad, as she was growing up, they would same question every week at like Friday night at dinner. She'd ask her, uh, they'd ask her brother and, and she, her dad would say, what have you failed at this week? If she didn't have an answer, her father was disappointed. They said, so compare this to the typical exchange that takes place over a family dinner. Julie, what did you learn at school this week? Joe got an A on his exam. We're so proud of you. Clarence made the football team. He's an NFL star in the making. Well, these exchanges only reinforce what is painfully obvious. Achievements are good. Failure is bad. But that's really not... So, and even though we're genetically... We're programmed to feel that way. But, so, I think... Embracing failure is actually yeah. a really smart idea. And you don't necessarily have to set that goal and make it public. But if you're looking at a goal that's a lot higher, you're, and you're, you're going to yeah. actually succeed by failing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that does make mm-hmm. sense. It does. So I think Warren has a great little thing going on here. If I were these people, I, I'd look I up this. I fantastic. I, I do, that. too. Eight simple principles. And... I think we're going to be applied. I think we should have like little cards that have the eight principles on them, and we oh, can that's just a good idea. Yeah, and then we can say the reason why we're contrarians are because of these eight eight reasons. <laughs> and you should appreciate us because <laughs> we do. Thanks for listening to the Dollar Saving Divas. If you have ideas for an upcoming episode, we'd love to hear from you. Just head to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash dollarsavingdivascbus and share your comments. Our podcast is available on iTunes, iHeartMedia, or your favorite podcast player. Thanks again for listening. At the Bank of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that says high fly into all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. Smoldering. Slinky. Seductive. Streamlined. Spellbinding. Ever notice how some of the most alluring descriptions seem to begin with the letter S? So perhaps it's no coincidence that S-Line, Audi's most stylish trim, does too. Take the Q5 S-Line. With its added standout, there's another one, details, it's pure Audi. Just even more sporty, stealthy, sleek, striking, swish, sublime, sultry, swoony. The supremely stylish Audi Q5 S-Line. Test drive yours at an Audi centre near you, or search Audi S-Line. Audi, Vorsprung durch Technik. (laughs) 